Last week's episode was well-received, all about how to stay motivated when you're not seeing progress because we've all been there. Mm-hmm. It's very hard. <laughs> yeah, easy way to put it. It's very hard. And we talked all about it, other metrics, other data points, other things you can look at when the scale isn't moving because that's most people's primary source of are they or are they not making progress. Yeah, and I think, you know, we've talked a little bit about willpower with our lifestyle group recently, and I think motivation is is somewhat similar. It's not an abundant source, and so it's important to be able to be objective about your progress. So let's dive now into, okay, you're not seeing progress. Why are you not seeing progress? Because there are going to be times when the progress isn't happening and you're doing all the right behaviors. You're tracking within five, you're exercising, you're getting sleep, your stress levels are low. But there are other times when you're not seeing progress and maybe it's your fault. Yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, that's where that objectivity comes into it. And and for me personally, I, I feel like that's why there's a need for us <laughs> just to kind of call that out there. Like This episode should... is all about <laughs> why you should stay a member of ours right. or why you should. But I don't mean it in that way. But, you know, when you're so involved, like we're very, we're humans, we're we're self-centered people. We're hyper-focused on what's going on in our own lives. And when you're that close to something, it's really difficult to call yourself out on your own shit. Like, you just don't see what you're doing, or you, don't, you choose not to see it. Well, absolutely. You know, one easy and good point is you posted something in our lifestyle group the other day about, hey, are you making this mistake on my fitness pal? And multiple people reached out to us and like, oh, I didn't even realize I was making that mistake. All right. It's like going to the gym, going to the box and squatting day in and day out. And finally your coach is like, hey, do you know your knees come in? Right. Like, I didn't know that. What should I do about it? Right. And it's the same principle here. You could be making a mistake. And like you said, yeah, that's where our value comes in. We look at your spreadsheet every week and, hey, why did this happen? Yeah, I mean, just recently, I mean, a couple of situations kind of spring to mind where we had one client who we'd been helping um I mean she she just started with our lifestyle program but I think we've we've helped her in the past with with macro double checks and only now that we're finally actually being able to do some one-on-one coaching with her did it transpire that she's been doing low carb days every now and again without telling us without telling us and I was like where did you get this idea from that you should be sprinkling in random days of low carbs and where did you where did this number for your low carbs materialize from like what made you choose this number and uh she was like oh I like didn't realize I wasn't supposed to be doing that it's like okay well where in our double check did it say? <laughs> I don't know. And then, you know, similarly, although I do think this person recognizes that they're not supposed to be doing this, but, you know, there's that men- mentality where it's okay for me to have one cheat day a week. And I think, okay, well, we try to encourage people not to have that mindset, but, but look at what your cheat day is doing. We're trying to achieve a realistic... Um, and sustainable weight loss 
by giving you a deficit that we think is, is good for your body to handle. Over the course of a week. Yes, over the course of the week. And typically that is around, you know, suggested to be around 3,500 calories over the course of the week to achieve about a pound of body fat loss each week. And some people are having cheat days where it just completely reduces that deficit. Like to even 1,500 or just completely eliminates it. So then they're not seeing the scale move at all because, and, and they're confused. It's like, well, yeah, six days out of the week you're dialed in, but on that one day you're completely eliminating your deficit. Before I did flexible eating, I would eat relatively clean. I don't want to say I was perfect, but I kept it pretty good. I bet you were perfect. No, I was not. No? I mean, I definitely had, you know, when I say I wasn't perfect, things like sushi, um, a little chocolate here and there. I mean, I was pretty good. But then I would have a cheat day every Saturday. And over the course of that week, I would write down everything I wanted mm. on Saturday. Like if I craved it, I wrote it down. And I would slowly grocery shop over the course of the week. <laughs> I would plan where I was going to have my cheat meal. And Saturday became just eating and laying down. Over and over. Every Saturday. And I couldn't lose weight. You know, that was a period of time where I was almost at my heaviest. And, and did was, you realize that maybe this cheat day is not working for me? Well, finally, I was just, obviously, I came to that realization, you know, fine, flexible eating, and, you know, and realized, well, I can have those foods throughout the week rather than going crazy. Right. But that's what I'm talking about. Like, you are so, you're so close to your own experience and what you think is okay that, you know, you didn't really realize at the time that this one day of... Well, even like you said, I was easily eating 7,000 calories in that day. Easily. Yeah, that. I mean, I was eating cold pizzas, chicken wings, cookies, mm-hmm. chips. So I have to be in such a substantial deficit, which is nearly impossible to outdo that 7,000 calories. 60s, right. Right? So now most women listening to this are not going to have a 7,000 calorie cheat day it would just be very hard for you to do like you could drink a lot of alcohol well you can drink a lot you have to really hate yourself to eat that much food like I was doing like I was just eating and laying like feeling like a slug you can lay down on the couch and tell me about it yeah it was a period of time where I was just I think I was single and I was just like we would go out to brunch like I would own the box and we'd grab breakfast and we'd grab lunch like I had a bunch of people that did it with me but um you know, but like I said, that was 7,000 This is calories. like the worst club to be a part of. Hey, do you want to be part of my self-sabotage club? Whoa. We obsess over what food we want and how to comfort ourselves one day a week. I was probably the only one going full cheat mode like that because right. the other people weren't trying to do that. But, you know, they were enablers basically. But the point is, you know, while some of these people aren't having 7,000 plus calorie days, like you said, you know, if we put you in a slight deficit, but you bring back 1,500 of them every Saturday, which is very easy to do. Right. You know, if it's a, a couple donuts and a couple of drinks, like you said, a couple extra slices of pizza, you can still have progress, but it would be much slower progress. Right. And that's what I'm finding. And I think a lot of people out there will relate to, you know, the, the scale's moving a little bit and you're seeing a little bit of change here and there, but the progress is slow and it's frustrating you. And, and this is why. Yeah, it's funny. We get those double checks still or, you know, our, our, our lifestyle members are great. But we still have people that reach out and get our advice and they're like, oh, I don't know about that. I'm like, you reached out to us. You paid us. Mm-hmm. 
what you're doing, the reason you reached out to us is because you're unhappy with where you are. Mm -hmm. But then they question what we've sent them. Yeah, people like to hold on to their beliefs and their opinions. They, it's something familiar. Like, people don't like change. This is what it boils down to. Like, and we're, we're telling a lot of people a lot of the time, you need to change this. And, you know, of course, that's going to be met with some resistance. Well, and, and, um, we, we, you and I do the macro double checks. Like, we're not outsourcing them to <laughs> India, India, right, <laughs> with Upwork. Um, we do them. I look at them. I evaluate them. And then, like, people come back, and it's like, are you sure about this? Like, that's a lot. Or that's this. I'm like, why'd you reach out? Right. What you're doing right now isn't working. Mm -hmm. So you reached out. You found us. You clearly heard of us or Googled flexible eating, and now you want to make a change, but you don't want to make a change. Mm. Someone purchased a, our clean meal plan recently. Right. And their response was, you know, tilapia is often farm-raised. <laughs> and do I have to eat fruit? It's high in sugar. Oh, and I'm like, you literally wrote, I need to lose 50 pounds. Fruit is not I, your problem. Do you know, <laughs> that comment, that's like a whole other podcast. We need to get on that. That's like, we'll save those. We'll save those. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. And one thing you brought up earlier with the person that was doing low carbs Part of this whole thing, hey, whether you work with us or not, we see a lot of people that do flexible eating when they reach out to us for their macro double checks. I look at their numbers right. and my mind is like hurts because I'm like, <laughs> who gave you this? Right. And I think that's, that's another, um, another downfall for a lot of people. It's they're, they're not getting their advice or their numbers or whatever it may be from a reliable source. Nutrition is this weird I don't know what to call it, you know, just weird topic, weird subject where everyone thinks they're an expert, mm -hmm. you know, and there are obviously programs out there where you can truly become an expert, a doctor or whatever, but I think, yeah, sorry. It's one of those things where you see your buddy at the box, they look good and you're just like, well, I need to do what they're doing. Right. You know, there's, there's not many other areas of knowledge and subjects where you would do that. Right. You know, hey, you, you uh, I don't know, I can't, like, you, you know, you would, you would think to yourself, like, the way I was looking at it earlier was when you enroll your kid in a program, you don't just look at somebody and like, hey, you're wearing a, what looks like a bathrobe and a belt around your waist, I'm going to put my kid in this martial arts school. Mm -hmm. You probably do some research for it. Right. But for some reason, it's like, hey, you have a six pack, what do you do? Right. <laughs> well, I think... Comparing ourselves to others is, is innate as well, and we want to be part of a group and look the same way as people, and I think oftentimes a way to do that is to, you know, emulate them, copy them, let's do exactly what you're doing. Um, but you, you do have to do your research, you do have to be careful. I think someone commented on a, a thread you had posted recently about, hey, what diets have you been on, and did you have success, and someone said, hey, yeah, I did, like, something like South Beach, dropped a ton of weight. Um, I've managed to keep it off. Would I recommend it to anyone else? No. <laughs> so, and I liked that because she was like, I recognize that this is truly not sustainable for the average person. Was I crazy about it? Yes. Um, do I now do some different things to maintain that weight loss? Yes. So I think, yeah, people need to just be a little bit smarter and ask some more questions well and a lot of people that have lost weight 
some of them maybe just they're naturally lean, mm-hmm. right? But a lot of them don't know exactly what they're doing, and their easy answer is to prescribe to you the same thing they did. Right. Well, maybe they're not taking into account your body weight, your goal weight, your activity. I had a we had people reach out to us recently, people we know well, who I gave numbers to a long time ago. Mm-hmm. You know, met with them, and they both reached out to me right around the same time, unbeknownst to them, and they're like, man, I've gained a ton of weight lately. What's going on? And they sent me their numbers, and I was like, well, what are these? I never gave you these. Well, this guy at the gym, you know, said he knows a lot about macros, and he gave us this. They were Tweaked my numbers. Tweaked my numbers. Yeah. You know, have you done that? Maybe that's something, if you're listening, have you had someone else tweak your numbers for someone, you? Someone from our group literally just told me about that this week. Oh, so my coach told me to increase my protein. I yeah. was like, Okay, did I tell you to increase your protein? <laughs> so both of them, the same person, yeah. right, because they go to the same gym. And I was like, this is ridiculous. These are the numbers you need to be hitting. That was probably a month ago. He sent me a picture recently. He's shredded again. Oh, nice. And this is not like some young 18 year This guy's 50 years old, nice. right? So it's just like, do you, did you take that into account, that he's 50, that this is what he does, all these things. And, you know, so like we said if you're not seeing progress and you're not part of our group, are you checking those things? Mm-hmm. If you're listening, you know who you are right now, and someone that you don't know is an expert in nutrition gave you your numbers, think about that. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe that's why this isn't working. Or you Googled you know, IIFYM in calculator and used that. Mm-hmm. You know, did you use the right activity level? Did you set your goal weight appropriately? All those things can play a role. Yeah, and also, let's not forget as well, things change. You know, have, how long have you been on these numbers now? A year? Are you not seeing progress now? Or have you not been seeing progress for the last six months? Well, you probably need to check in and have those numbers reevaluated. So let's say you're on the right numbers. You got them from us or another recognized coach. Right. Are you now analyzing the data? Mm-hmm. Because like you said, okay, we're doing the right numbers. I'm actually being diligent, consistent within five every day. I'm still not seeing progress. Yeah. You know, go back to last week, listen to our episode of, all right, I am being good. I'm not seeing progress. And we'll talk about all the other things you can check out. But now let's say before you do that, in between that step, are you analyzing what's going on? Like you said, we have a spreadsheet that all of our peeps use. And there's a lot more information than just, I hit my numbers, check. Mm-hmm. What are some of the other things that they can analyze? Obviously, we talked about a cheat day, but what else have you noticed? Well, sleep. Um, and we have a comment section for, you know, just any other information like relative to stress. Um, water as well, tracking that. I'm trying to think what else. Well, yeah, we have there. people that, I've seen people's tendency, you can see it because we have them list how much sleep and the quality of it. And all of a sudden, they drop in how much sleep and their weight jumps up. Yeah, and I like it sometimes because we have self-evaluation scores on there for different things. And it's crazy. Sometimes I'll see like a perfect day or what looks like a perfect day, and then their self-evaluation will be like low in the numbers. I'm like, so what happened on this day? And I'll ask that question, and it will transpire. You know, something came up, and then that gives me – that insight, okay, so there was a lot of stress in this day. and Stress will do it too. Oh, for sure. So when, when you're doing well, 
and you're not seeing progress, it's important before getting just plain old fr- frustrated to look at what else is happening in your life. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe did you not realize you missed a bunch of days of exercise? You haven't been hydrating. You had a ton of coffee that day because you're you're tired. Your your kid's been up half the night because they have diarrhea. Your dog's barking at four in the morning. All of those things play a role. Yes, for sure. Yeah, and I think that's part of what a lot of our clients have been seeing from that spreadsheet, that they're taking into account a lot more other factors, and they're starting to really dial into what, you know, their expectations of, of that progress, which is cool because that – that's part of what makes this sustainable too, being able to manage your expectations. Well, and being able to be more introspective. It's like being at the box. You coach someone, your knees are coming in. What does that mean? Well, this is what's happening. Do you feel it? No. Next week, they're like, oh, I feel it now. Cool. Do something about it. And it's the same with our members. They may not realize it till we point it out, but then once we point it out, they can start to be aware of it, mm-hmm. feel it, and make the appropriate changes to prevent it from continuing. Absolutely. And it's funny because I can think of a, a direct comparison that um, just kind of came to me the, this morning in the box. And it was, you know, that was it the first workout, 18.1, with the row and the toes to bar? The first workout had, yeah, toes to bar, of the open. dumbbells, and rowing, yeah. Right. So it was in that workout where Greg, your friend Greg, was judging me. And um, I'm sure I've heard this cue before. I mean, (laughs) it's unlikely I haven't, but I was getting really tired on the rower. My quads always blow up. I know I'm not rowing right. Like, I'm not efficient with my rowing. And um, he just gave me one little cue. He was like, pull your shoulders back. And I did that, and immediately my rowing felt a lot easier. And since then, I've been able to make even more progress with my rowing because now I'm, my body is starting to recognize and sense that, okay, pulling your shoulders back, hey, this feels a lot more like a deadlift. Now I'm actually tuning into engaging my hamstrings and my glutes and my quads aren't just blowing up as much as they used to. And all it took was that simple cue and that simple change and it has completely, you know, phenomenally made my rowing better. Like, um, what did I hit today? Similar, yeah, a similar up. amount of rounds for that CrossFit workout the other week, the 25-minute AMRAP with the rowing and the push-ups and sit-ups. Right. Which in the past, you know, would have killed me. So I think managing expectations is, is huge, but also having that ability to be more introspective, but also objective, which you just really – it's difficult to do on your own. I really think you, you stand to gain and benefit a lot from, from that outside point of view. Well, and coaches need coaches too. A hundred percent. I mean, we, we need coaches just as much as you guys. And, you know, the analogy I often use is it's like chopping a tree down from a different angle. You can sit there and hammer away at it. Boom. It's not chopping down. Sometimes you just have to hit that tree with an ax from a different perspective, from a different angle and it will knock it right down. And it's the same thing here. By sending in their sheets, our members, they're getting just a different set of eyes on it. Yeah. yeah I, I had a woman who we work with who was not sleeping more than four and a half hours a night. Mm-hmm. I know her well. You know, she knows who she is. 
And I was like, send me your schedule, including work, kids, workouts, time with her husband. We made two I tweaks. Love, I love that. We Sorry. made two tweaks to her week, changing the day she trained and the times. Now I would say, well, she doesn't get necessarily eight hours a week. She's sleeping way more than she was, feeling better. She has one of those whoops, so she's tracking her recovery. That's improved, and her weight is moving. Mm. You know, from a, something as simple as let's just change your schedule. I think, you know, that's a huge takeaway, and I would really highly recommend if you want to challenge yourself and, and, and do some homework after this podcast, I would challenge you to do a whole day of writing down, you know, where your time goes throughout the day so that you can look back and really reflect on your schedule. And is it a schedule or are you just allowing life to dictate where your time goes? Because so much of what we do, I can tell you that so often we hear is, I just don't have the time for this or it's time is... It's like one of our most important commodities. I don't think it's one of I think it is. It is the most important commodity. And we're all in the same boat. We all have the same amount of hours every day. We, I mean, some of us have some more have challenging more. I have life, more these days. life demands than others. <laughs> yeah, just you wait till kids arrive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you, if you do that, that'll be seriously eye-opening, I think. Absolutely. Well, we promise to keep these episodes efficient and efficacious. Efficacious? Yes, meaning short and effective. So let's wrap it up. Go back to last week. If you're being diligent, you're being consistent, and you're not seeing the progress you want on the scale, check the other things that we talk about. But in this episode, like we said, make sure you're checking yourself. Absolutely. Yeah, we, we kind of came down on you guys a little bit, I feel like, today. But that, that ability to really evaluate yourself and be honest and objective is fundamental to you seeing progress. We bring the heat, and that's what we do to all of our members. If you want more information about what we offer, check out our website, ownyoureating.com. Of course, join our free private group on Facebook, the Own Your Eating Tribe. And if you join our membership, you get a private group just for those members. We do weekly webinars this past week on willpower was very well received. We get your weekly check-ins. We have your phone calls as well. If you want more information about that, again, check our website, ownyoureating.com. And if you have a topic or a question that you'd like for us to dive into further, email us, contact at ownyoureating.com. Contact at ownyoureating.com. Check all of our social medias at ownyoureating. And that's a wrap. Yeah. Nicely said.